This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. As we say good morning to Chris Stone. How are you? Never better. Power at your house. Power at our house. Have it all the way through the thing? No. Out two days. That's it? Two days. That was it. Did you not have to move any stuff out of the fridge or not really? Uh, we did. We moved you know, stuff into a cooler, but okay. you know, but it wasn't a hot box. I mean, listen, a lot of people are sitting in hot oh, boxes boy, still, right? Uh, Greg Hallbly finally went to a hotel. He had, after three or four days, whatever it was, without power, said, I'm checking into a hotel and getting a good night's sleep. So Listen, I was open that my, you know what, I wouldn't have power now. If I could have a hot box, I mean, I'd be down like 15, 16 pounds. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> Not the I mean, way I'd want to do listen, it. I got a go diet ahead. challenge going on here, man. <laughs> hey, speaking, of, how's the, uh, the the location out there off of Dirksen Parkway, South Dirksen Parkway? Still closed. Still closed. And I think they said tentatively Saturday. Really? To open up. With all that damage out there. A lot of damage. You out can't there. even get to it, can no, you? No. Uh, and they had to, I think they send in crews either from South Bend or from New Jersey yeah. to come in and try to, you know, help fix it. Uh, but I think tentatively it's Saturday. So, I mean, they'll be, get, what is that, out for a week and a half? Yeah, right? I think days. that's yeah. about right. Okay, so. give me an update since we've talked last couple months ago. What's going on with the marijuana cultivation, dispensary, and so on? Where are we at? Uh, all right, so let's start with cultivation. Yes. Cultivation, Springfield Seed, locally owned cultivation uh, center, processing center. Located um, where? Located uh, uh, just off of 55 in Sangamon. Okay. To the east. All right. Uh, nice facility, uh, 20,000 square feet, six acres. Uh, we are going to be starting to grow probably in September, October. How many employees out there at the moment? Uh, there should be, uh, you know, probably somewhere around 2025. And will that, when that's full operational, what is it going to be then? Uh, the same? Well, it'll it'll still be 2025, but we, depending on how things go, transport-wise, we might add more. It also depends on how much we sell. Are there other cultivation plants in the Springfield area? Uh, the closest one that I know of is Litchfield. Okay. So Litchfield's got a uh, plant. What about Lincoln? What do they do up there? Oh, I take it back. You're right. I mean, Lincoln and, and uh, Litchfield are probably about equidistant. Okay. Uh, Cresco's up in Lincoln. Uh, Cure Leaf is down in Litchfield. Both of them have big facilities. I mean, Cresco's up in Lincoln's the biggest in the state. Do you look at another facility for cultivation? Uh, are you satisfied with the one? Uh, we're satisfied with the one because of what we're doing. Okay. So we're taking everything from, I mean, we're not selling any flour out of that facility. All of it's going to be uh, taken, extracted, and distilled down and, and put into a beverage. And what we want to do is we want to be able to promote the beverage. So two two milligrams, five milligrams uh, for a beverage. We want it to be, you know, just like you were going out to buy a Mick Ultra. Um, I guess I can't say Bud Light, but I can say Coors Light, <laughs> right. I guess. Uh, but you know what? You know, if you want to go out and buy something like that, we want it to be, like, comparable to buying, you know, what, uh, a beer, a hard seltzer, a, you know, uh, a mom water, a you know, you know, whatever, right? Something like that, comparable in that market space. How many dispensaries are there in Springfield right now? How many do you have, and how many uh, ballpark figure? Uh, well, we obviously have uh, we have relationships with all of them. Okay, and some, all of them, all it, it, the ones in Springfield currently. Yes. Okay. I didn't know um, that. So we we lease space to to Maribus. Okay. Um, I'm still a stockholder in Ascend. Uh, so those are four, and then I think that there is one going on in Stevenson. One coming here in Southern View, which um, which should happen fairly soon, um, and then I think you've got another one down at the Steak and Shake that's coming online. That's right, and then you've got another one that hasn't been awarded yet. So you could have what is that eight? eight? I think is that for a size metropolitan Springfield two hundred thousand? Is that no saturation point? You think there's that's be a saturation lot more? point? Huh? That's saturation. That's point. it. Uh, yeah, and I it wouldn't surprise me if if one or two of them. 
you know, may not do so well. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Because you're going to be cannibalizing. I mean, there's only so much wallet in the marketplace. Right. Um, unless we get, like, this huge influx of, uh, you know, tourism. Yeah. Um, where where people want to go buy some weed and look at Abe Lincoln sites. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, you never know. You never know. But uh, You invest in a lot of things, don't you? Huh? You invest. I'm not stuttering. You're just you're just you're just stalling for an answer. That's all that was. I've been there before. And they give you a huh. It's like I remember I taught thirty years high school and every student said, huh? What'd you say, Mr. Donia? That means I don't have an answer for you at the moment. Point being, because uh, you, you're uh, you really perked up when Mark Kelly talked about recycling all the beer cans. Oh yeah, that is party. You thought hmm, there might be a future in this. Did you have you and well, I'm going way off the. Um, the Spartan Sports Complex. Yeah. Are you confident? You know people involved and so on. I had a guy tell me he personally is painting the shovels gold to get ready to break ground. Oh, um, I mean, listen, I think it's transformational, right? That project's transformational, if that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's transformational. Uh, you hope that it's going to bring people not only from in and around central Illinois, but from all parts of the state Absolutely. and actually the Midwest. Right. And I think that that actually happens. Uh, listen, I mean, the people at Shields obviously, you know, located here for a reason. And um, it's taken longer than, you know, everybody has uh, thought. Right. There. But at the same time, I mean, that project is transformational. Are there people still looking to get into the dispensary business? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, but, you know, dispensaries have changed a lot. I mean, that first dispensary that we built here is 9,600 square feet. Okay. Uh, dispensaries now don't need to be 9,600 square feet. Uh, transactions happen more online than they do in the store. So you're ordering online. You're going and picking up your stuff. The transaction's less than five minutes. Okay. With eight now potential people out there selling, and the pie, as you say, only gets so big, you can bring on more pizza places in town. There's only so many people going to eat pizza. Um is business doing okay? Are, are the number of customers that are using dispensaries and using the product, is that growing or is that fairly stable? Still growing. Um, not, ne- not nearly as much as it was before. I think the growth right now is about 3.5%. Uh, I think that you're what you're trying to do is instead of hitting the people that uh, that were users before it became recreational, okay. you're trying to hit new people, right? People that haven't you know used the product. There's different products out there. Um, it's not, it's not what you thought of, you know, weed was, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago. So drinks, edibles, uh, chocolates, uh, lotion, salves. I mean, all those things I think are going to end up selling better than, um, flour or vape pens. Personally, I'm not a big fan of either one of them. And I think that not that they're going to go by the wayside, but I think that the growth in that market is going to shrink because people are not necessarily into smoking inside or out. Okay. Um, they're not into necessarily vaping inside or out. And and remember this, 8% of the market is only using marijuana at this point. What we're trying to do is we're trying to hit 92% of the market. Those people that don't use it, that don't use it regularly, and that may want to go out and buy a drink, buy a you know gummy, buy whatever. What is Share, S-H-A-R-E? Uh, <laughs> it's, our, uh, it's our branded name for a dispensary, locally owned dispensary. All the investors in Share are people that are uh, live in this community. Are ab- can we say that about all the dispensaries? You can all locally owned? Nope. No? Not one. This is this would be the only one. You're the only one. Yeah. Um 
what's holding the rest of them up from is there people locally want to get involved it can't get a license what's going on um i I think all the people that got licensed uh you know in this next this last round uh were people i mean one group's out of michigan one group's out of chicago uh this is this is the only group that's actually springfield everybody that is a partner and share is lives in and around springfield and i think that's great And I, i wish that it would have been that way at the beginning don't get me wrong when we did hci we had a lot of investors from Springfield, but not all. Um, and then we we did a merger with uh, with Ascend, and then we did a, a a buyout with Ascend, and then they did an IPO. So everybody is a shareholder. Um, but you know what? It's not locally owned. Maribus not locally owned. She's a great gal, but she's from Chicago. So um, you um, you opened the first video gaming, or one of the first? Yeah, Lucy's place, and yet. How I don't think you might be involved to some extent, and I, I'm not caring about that. I, I, I'm really not. How's that business going overall? Have we saturated the market on that? Because I, I, I never see any of them close, Chris. <laughs> I it, it it's an amazing business, right? Okay. Because I every time that I think that we've saturated that market, uh, it's still growing. It's not growing the way it used to grow, sure. but it's still growing, um, which is amazing to me. How much you know people have in their wallet to be able to, to spend on that. Now keep in mind that um, higher wages have probably helped. Right. Um, And that will probably continue to help with that wallet because people have more. I don't know how inflation kind of, you know, factors into that, Mm -hmm. but um, it's amazing to me as to how well uh, gaming parlors and gaming in general in Sangamon County has done um, and continues to do year after year after year. Sports betting's out of control. No, it's out of control. It's big. It's big. It's big. What can you say? It's big. And you know what? I mean, when you can do it on your phone. Absolutely. I mean, you don't need kiosks at uh, bars, taverns, and restaurants. When you can do it on your phone, everything's done on your phone. Uh, I was at a place the other day, a guy, we're sitting, and he says, oh, Arenado's coming up to hit. And he goes on his phone and wagers. <laughs> he got some, you know, a certain odds on a home run, a walk. Right. It, it, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I said, you just did. He said, yeah. He says, the in-game betting, I think, is what it was shocked everybody. The yes. in-game betting, yes, where people are actually, I mean, and for 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 sports, yeah, it's great because people are actually paying attention. Think about it. Think about when you go to a baseball game and you don't pay attention to the game. I'm drinking a beer. I'm talking to my friends. Blah 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 blah. People are actually paying attention to it, whether it's them sitting at the ball game or watching it on TV. They're paying attention, which for sports is great, and for TV. Oh, absolutely. It's even better, right? All right, now bring me back. Okay, I'm completely lost when you talk about your product. You know that. Uh, but tell me about the beverage option or something new. Is it, I'm going to put something in my Pepsi or Coke or no? Tell me what's going on. So the way it works is it, it's it's going to look like a, a sleek can like a Mick Ultra. And you can, you know, pop the top just like you would a, a beer, and you can drink it. Um Two milligrams is is not that much, and you know what? Uh, it would equate to hey, listen, if I went into a bar, you know, restaurant and tavern, and I decided to have two or three Mick Ultras, I would decide to have two or three, you know, you know, products, different products. We've got different products in terms of beverages, tastes, and flavors, and stuff like that. But you would go in and you would uh, order just like you would a beer, and it would probably have you know relatively the same effect depending on how how tolerant you are. Do they to- all have alcohol? Well, they have zero alcohol. It's all it's all THC infused beverages. Really, zero alcohol. So marijuana. Quench. How many different varieties are you going to have? Start off with four. Uh, and where are you going to have those at? 
I mean, uh, at your place, or can I walk into a restaurant? We can only on? we can only sell them at a dispensary right now. Ah, okay. But the goal is hopefully yeah. that with the idea that we can you know educate people on the market. Yes. Right. That we can talk to the legislature and say, hey, you know what? We would like to sell beverages um, inside a restaurant, bar, tavern, so, liquor store. So you've store. got you have a tremendous sense of what's next, whether it be video gaming and uh, the dispensaries. What do they go to next after you've done the beverages? What's the next thing <laughs> that you're not going to share with me? Because somebody I, else I, will listen, steal your idea. You, you know me. I'm, I'm always like looking at real estate. So I always look at real estate. But, you know, my real estate's different than a lot of people. So, you know, we want to be able to take, you know, I wouldn't say burned out buildings, but we want to be able to take, you know, buildings that aren't being used in Springfield and redevelop them so that, listen, it's a bunch of good points, right? You know, warm, fuzzy points about, you know what, redeveloping a site, being able to have it used and yeah. used for a long time, having employees actually working there. You know what, providing benefit to the local community in terms of restaurants, bars, taverns, sure. you know, stores, people shopping, but being able to redevelop those those places. I mean, my, my deal is always about Springfield and in, in particular, right, downtown. You stay around. How long have you been in Springfield now? Uh, well, shoot, 20, officially 23 years. 23, actually 23 years next month. Not, and I know you got investments, you got a lot of things going, but what about this community attracted you and what has it decided to make you stay here? Well, let's be real. I mean, I was attracted by this girl. Her name was Erin. That'll do it every time. You know, and she's from here. So that's the first thing. Um, the second thing is is that, uh, one, the legislature, because I'm a lobbyist by trade. Yes. So, you know, having the legislature here was uh, was obviously, you know, perfect for me in terms of setting up a lobbying business. But, uh, you know, the community itself, you know, the people are amazing. If You know, for, for people that come into Springfield from out of town, you know what, people are nice. There's things to do, actually. Um, and, and it, it's an amazing community that, that is not tapped into that we really need to figure out how we can maximize. I mean, think about this. I hate the fact that we, we, we cut the, the airport service in half almost. We got a good airport. We need to actually like invest in the airport. Um, we need to invest in being able to get, um, you know, I would say higher paying tech or, you know, whatever jobs that you can get in here. You need like a Rivian. You need like a State Farm. You need somebody, you know, somebody to locate here, and we need to invest in trying to get that done. If we can get that done, I think that this, you know, along with the Shields project and, you know, all the other things that I think are going to end up happening, I think that you're going to have a lot of growth in, in Springfield in the next 10 years, and I hope that people can see that and enjoy it. Um, I hope the people here see that and will enjoy it and will be supportive of, you know, the, the efforts that not only the city council and the mayor uh, are going to try to make, but also the other people in the community that have been doing this for a long time being able to see their efforts. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.